Well, you know, we've just uh, started the ball rolling with reset your thinking. Say this with me. I must reset my thinking. Now, I want you to think better than you were before, but today I want to talk about deeper thinking. Say that with me, deeper thinking. I need you to think deeper than what you have in the past. It really is time to stop looking at your life in the natural, in the carnality. That kind of thinking doesn't give the Lord credit or praise for what he can do for you and through you. So we don't want to just live life in the natural, in the carnal. But it's now time to move really over into the spiritual life. Because the things that are in the spirit life is more real than the physical. See, your physical is only temporary. But your spiritual is eternal. And so I must think deeper about my life because I want my spiritual life to explode. Are you following me? And so if you're there, Philippians the fourth uh, chapter, if you have an iPhone, please download our app on your phone. Just go to the Winning Church app, you know, the, win, or the, the store and download Winning Church app. Don't cost you anything. And you always have the notes. You always have, you know, you can go back and, and, and listen to the podcast. How many of you listen to the podcast sometimes? All right, good, 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 good. You ought to, you ought to try it sometime. It'll bless you over again. I go back and, and get happy all over again. And I'd be like, did, I, did we say that? Hallelujah. So uh, it will bless you. Let's read. Philippians 4, verse 6. Last week we did verse, but I want to go verse 6, 7, and 8, okay? Say this with me, deeper thinking. All right. So, well, Bishop, I'm not a deep person. I'm not asking you to be a deep person. I'm asking you to think deeper. I want you to have deeper thinking. What, in other words, I, gotta, I, I want to get you to a place where you can meditate on God's word to a point where that's what you totally live by. Even through your bad times, if you got those. Not so good times. We won't call them bad times, but not so good times. Because every day is not the same. It's kind of like, you know, the, the markets. You know, you can see the thing up and down and, uh, you know, so. So, so, so we, we, we want to be able to think deeper to the point where in our so-called uh, kind of uh, just average times, we can still maintain our mountaintop joy even though the things that are happening in our life is not favorable of what we would want it to be. See, when you maintain that level, they don't know whether you are down or up. I maintain such a level of joy, people think that, my God, do they ever have a downtime? Because I'm consistent with my relationship with God. Are you following me? Let me read. I'm, I'm, I'm getting too happy. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by what? And supplication with thanksgiving, let your be made known to who? 
All right, you still with me. And the peace of who? Which passes all shall keep your and minds through who? Christ Jesus. And then he says, finally, brethren. Watch this now, y'all. Whatsoever things are, 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 whatsoever things are of, if there be any, my God, and if there be any, do what you got to do. Think on these things. Why are you thinking defeat? You can't think it with this scripture. You can only think victory with this scripture. He's telling you whatsoever things that are, that's what you ought to think on, not how bad it is, not how you're going to fail, not how everybody else is over you, not by, uh, you know, I'm always the last one. I'm not never win anything. I'm not going to soar in life. No! These things he said to think on. And if you mess with me, I'll praise God before all of them happen. Even though somebody lying in my face, I'll praise him for the truth. Are you following me? Even though it looked like all of them cricket, I'll praise him for the just. That's what my mind is on. I got to think deeper. Even though other stuff is just so filthy, I'm going to think on pure things, holy things. Deeper thinking, deeper thinking. You got to think on pure stuff. I know all this foolishness they got on television, but you got to think pure. Ooh, and I like this. Whatsoever things are lovely. Hallelujah. What I want to do. See, your wife should be lovely to you. You, you ever think about her? Oh, it done got quiet in here now. I'm not sure. He was doing all right. See, so talking talk about that wife. Hallelujah. Jesus, can't get a message in for him talking about somebody, somebody, some. Hallelujah. Whatever, whatever is of a good. No, I was talking first. I know I need to be. I'm. 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 I'm start talking. I just. This. I'm, but. 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 I was talking to a first lady. You know. And. And. Uh, you know. When she going through. You know. Her episode. Whatever. Like that. And things like that. And then she gets frustrated. I'm doing. I'm praying. I'm doing everything. And. Uh, you know. I'm fasting. I'm pushing. Where the plate. I'm doing all. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. And everything. Oh. I said. Wait. Wait. You dwelling on your issue. But you got to dwell on what you say God said. I said, man, you calling everybody. You done been to every doctor, this and that and the other. Now it's time for you to just wait, sit back and wait. And listen, you've done your part in this, you doing it, pray, 
you know, he tells you steady word. He, every time I look around, she in the word. I said, listen, we're not going to dwell on this. I said, matter of fact, you already healed. I said, I understand you don't see the manifestations of it yet. But my faith says you are already here. Now, I don't care what kind of report that this doctor said and that doctor said and that doctor said. Uh, you know, and you thank God for them. But I'm talking about the report that God gave me. Whatever is of a good report. That's what I'm thinking of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I don't care if it get worse to worse. God got the power. We were just talking about that. I said, now you remember your grandmother? You remember when she, they rolled her back in that room? Rolled, they had pronounced her dead. She woke up, they heard it back in there and said, hey, it's cold in here. If God can raise your grandmother up. Your situation ain't, ain't, no, ain't no match. <laughs> God is the God that will do the impossible. S.D. Mitchell of Dallas, Texas, hallelujah, preaching all his life just about. And they call his wife, say, he's dead. They call her in to review him, and he was back in the room. She had to him. She said, all right, y'all, can excuse me, sir. Just give me a few minutes. Can all y'all just leave the room? She went back down to that room. She said, Mitchell, that was his name, Mitchell. You've been teaching all these years about how God can raise the dead. She said, right now I command you to open your eyes. And the story is Mitchell opened his eyes and got up off that table. I'm here to tell y'all today, we're moving from fear to faith. We're anticipating it to happen just like it has happened for many others. Now, I can give you some Bible examples, but this is today's example. That he did it back then. He can do it right now. Whatever you walked up in here with. You serve a God that can, my God, heal it, move it, cast it out, and make you whole. Somebody shout, I want to be whole. I want to be whole. Now it's time for you to start thinking deeper. We're not thinking about God raising people up. We're not thinking about I don't care how bad it is, but we serve a God that's got a better report than the report that you receive. Because I'm looking for a good 
report. I'm dancing on a good report. I'm shouting because of a good report. Even though the doctors are letting it come out of his mouth, my hand is flying up. He said, why your hand up? Because I'm thanking God because of your report. God's going to, my God, trump your report and let you know in your faith that he has the last say. Hallelujah. I know it's the end of the year, but you listen, don't you throw in the towel. Man, it's time to speed up. It's time to talk your faith, walk your faith, live your faith, act your faith, activate your faith. Hallelujah. You know, I was talking to first lady, you know, we've been we walk every day just, just about. I said, you know what our problem is, babe, is that we can say it. We got a whole bunch of preachers. They can say it, boy. They can, ooh, they can rap. Yeah. You got some men, they know how to say it, boy. They put them words together. Then we got some smart African-American, Afro-American, black people, Kushites. <laughs> they smart. Lots of knowledge. I look right here on this front row, all this knowledge right here. Just on the front row. I ain't even got back to the other layers. But right here on the front row, look at all this smartness right here. Smart, a lot of knowledge. We can say it. We know it. But one problem we got, we won't do it. What good is to say it and know it? And don't do it. How does that benefit you to say it and know it and don't do it? What benefit you get out of that? And how does other people get benefit from your knowledge and you knowing how to say it and you don't do it? For you to know to do good and do it not. Some people know how to call on the Lord, but to call him. Why do you call him Lord and not do what he tell you to do? You know how to call on him. You know how to pray. Father, I say Father, oh Father. Down here on bending knees. Please, 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 oh master. You know, you know how to get on there and do that little action. You know that I got that down pat. But when you gonna do something? You gonna do something? There's a little joke. There was a, you know, uh, uh, Asian guy and, and, and the white guy, and of course, you know, have to put a black one in there. There's an Asian guy. And, uh, you know, they all felt like, you know, they were pretty smart. And, and so they want to make a deal with God. And God said, now, if you could tell me something that I do not know, then I'll let you in. 
So the alien guy said, listen, I want to know if you knew everybody that has come on this earth or those that was formed in the stomach that didn't make it to the earth, do you know every person that ever, ever from the beginning of time to now? God said, I know every one of them. So you go on. You can't get in. Then the white guy said, oh, yeah, I got it. So I want to know, do you know where all the money and gold and silver and everything else in the world is. Because there's treasures that we don't even know that they say there's places that nobody ever have known. God said, I know where every dime, every penny, every gold, all the silver, I know it all. And then the Black guy stepped up and said, God, let me, can, come a little closer. I need, I need to say something to you. The other two standing by. And then they saw God do something like this. Well, I guess you're going to have to come on in. And the black guy said, wait, hold up, hold up. Tell us. What this, I can't say what they said, this black guy said to you that you will allow him to come in. Well, he asked me, when are black folk going to get their stuff together? <laughs> and God said, I don't know. <laughs> say something that God don't know. Anybody know the answer to that? No. <laughs> All right, that's just a little, some of y'all didn't think that was funny. Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But you won't think about it when you leave here. When you're dealing with us, you're going to be saying, you're going to shake your head. So finally, my brother, whatsoever thing you we just read, well, hit down. This is what I want you to know. I know, I know. You know. Praise the Lord. I, I, I just feel re really unusually good. I know you say, "Well, you said that last week." Well, it's about this is. A, you know, I'm building on this. Found I'm building on each week. You know? <laughs> the grace of God is the favor of God. Yes. Say that with me. The grace of God, grace of God. is the favor of God. Favor. That means He got so much grace on you that favor look good on you. Y'all going to preach with me? Say favor. favor. Looks good on me. Now help the person out down on your road. Look down your road and say favor. favor. Looks good on you. It is the supernatural power of God coming through our faith to do what we cannot do on our own. What you can't do on your own, God calls.
come alongside you because of the faith that you have and it causes it to materialize. So once you believe God for the supernatural favor, it relieves the stress that builds up in you. And rather than try to keep doing everything for yourself, you just do your part and leave the results to God. Amen. That's what I was trying to tell first lady. You go ahead and do your part and you leave the results to God. Amen. See, it's good to have somebody to pull you through, yes. to talk you through. Because yes. sometimes our faith do get a little low. And I'm telling you, for years and years and years, First Lady has pulled me through, and it is nothing short of anything that it, to, to, to return the favor, to help pull her through, because she's been pulling me through all these years. And the truth been known, she done pulled some of y'all through too. Praying for you, talking to you, advising you, encouraging you. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 waiting with you. So keep doing your best. Pray that it's blessed and God will take care of the rest when you let go. See, a lot of us, we're holding on too long the things that God said give to him. Stop holding on to it so long until you done messed it up. Just release it and give it to God. This year to come, I'm going to be releasing so much stuff. My God, every time you tell me, what you doing, Bishop? I'm releasing. I'm releasing it to God. I've been holding on to it too long, and I'm not the only one in here, but I'm going to talk about myself. I've been holding on some things too long. I'm, it's time for me to let it go and let God have it so I can move on to some bigger and greater things. I know I'm talking to somebody in here today. Because, see, we aren't, we aren't called to spend our time and energy trying to earn the favor of God or with others. That's not what we're here for. But rather, we should spend that valuable and very short time and energy walking in his supernatural favor through the Holy Ghost and doing his will, whether it is popular or not. I'm telling you right now that where you're going, it's not going to be popular all the time. People don't like you when you uh, shine light on darkness. People don't like it when you're telling them the truth all the time. Some folk want to stay in dirt. You talk to some people, they're not ready to get out of dirt. They like their dirtiness. They like their filthiness. I want to wally in it. I want to stay in it. You were the same way until you came into the light. You wanted to hang out with people that you know that was no good. You wanted to be around people who did other folk dirty and they laughed about it. You wanted to be in that gang. You wanted to be accepted. But now that you've come on the hallelujah side, I'm telling you those same folk that you hung out with, they don't want nothing to do with you. They don't want to be around you because now you have light in you. What does darkness and light have to do with it? Come here, Luke, and share with us. I'm glad to. 2 and 52. He said, and Jesus grew in wisdom and statue and in, what's this here? Favor with God and, let me tell y'all something in here. Lot, some people say, all I need is favor with God, but no, I want to be like Jesus. 
I want favor with God and man. Some folks say, all I need is favor with man. Uh-uh, uh-uh, You need favor with God too. Are you following me? See, I grow in wisdom and stature, and if I have the favor of God and God give me favor with man on this earth, then my life is going to be the more better because I got favor working for me. Sometimes favor is greater than money. Sometimes favor will lead you to the money. You don't have to worry about the money if you got favor. Some of us worried about stuff when we should think a little deeper. Don't worry about things that you can't do anything about. Amen. You need to trust God for the things you can't do anything about. Don't worry about the things you can't do anything about, but trust God for the things you can't do anything about. Can't do nothing about it. You done reached your wit's end. You done prayed. You done prayed and prayed and prayed. You done fasted and fasted. You done called everybody. You done talked to everybody. Even that woman in the Bible, she had them. My God, she went to every physician. She done went here. She done went there. My God. But when she ran into Jesus, she was out of money. But Jesus came with favor. And when Jesus gave her that favor... It did everything that the money could not do. You aggravating yourself. You aggravating everybody else. You aggravating your pet. You aggravating the gnats. You aggravating everybody. Even the mosquitoes and the gnats say you don't become aggravating. As aggravating as they are. And I know I'm making a joke of that. But I'm just telling you. Release your faith for favor. God had already said he'd favored you. If Jesus walked in favor with God and with man, what you think you need to do? What you, what you, come on now, answer me. What you think you need to do? I need to do the same thing, right? Look at him. From, from even childhood, uh, Jesus walked in the supernatural favor of God and man. Why? He was a child. He was a little, he, was, he wasn't even grown yet, and he was walking in the favor of God with man. He's, he's in the synagogue rapping with, you know, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the priest there in the synagogue, he's sitting there rapping with them as a child. Before and after his ministry, he had favor with God all the way to the cross. So you need to come to a place where you see yourself as favored of God. Why? Because he doesn't see you weak and helpless or some sinful creature not deserving of his love. He sees you and I robed in righteousness, wearing shoes of peace, wearing the full armor of God. And, and, he, and, and he has provided for us and wearing the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, not defeated. He just, they just sang that song. I'm not defeated. Say that with me. I'm not defeated. But we are what? More than conquerors. And that, my friends, is how we should see ourselves. That we are more than conquerors. And no matter how you may appear to yourself or others, never forget that God can cause the light of his favor to shine upon you. He did it for Jesus. 
He did it for Jesus and he will do it for you. God will not hold back any good thing from his children so that we too will increase in wisdom and stature. I'm growing in wisdom and stature. You're becoming bigger than you've ever been before. Folk looked at you when you was a little girl, when you was a little boy, when you were a little child. But when they see you now, you're growing in stature. And they say, my God, what they're, what they're doing, they are uh, uh, really recognizing the favor of God on your life. So it's time to stop looking at your life in the natural. Don't look at it in the carnal. Thinking that, you know, hey, this is just the way it's going to be. No, this is not the way it's going to be. And I got to tell y'all something. This is not the way it's going to end up. Amen. Where you are now is not the end. Amen. Come on, say it with me. Where I am now is not the end. Now prophesy to yourself. Say, I'm just beginning. Hallelujah. So, what if? Well, I, I say, why not give God the opportunity? You have nothing to lose. And you got the whole world again. So he said, I saw God before me uh, for all times. Nothing can shake me. This is what he said in Acts 2 and 25. Nothing can shake me. He's right by my side. Why he have us to repeat stuff? I want to get down in your inner sanctum. I want to get way down in the subterranean of your spirit. Say that with me. Nothing can shake me. He's right by my side. Now they tell you not to give too many guarantees when you know, but I can give you this guarantee. Your dif difficult situation never will never change or improve as long as you stay in a negative mindset. I know they got it up on the screen. I want you to look at that for a moment. You didn't get it, but I want you to get it. Your difficult situation, I don't care what it is, it will never change or improve as long as you stay in the negative mindset. God, deliver me from my negativity. Deliver me from negative people. The negative, the, the, deliver me from negative social media. You got to develop an attitude of faith and expect events to change positively at the right time. And they will. True, good things don't always happen overnight. But they will happen as long as you don't start slouching downward into negative expectations. You can't allow your expectations to be negative. Keep on saying, maybe it's didn't today, but there's a tomorrow. And my attitude of faith is I'm trusting God. No matter what it looks like. That's my attitude. 
I'm trusting God no matter what it looks like. Is that what you're going to do this week? Come on, say it with me. I'm trusting God no matter what it looks like. Now, you know, the devil don't like us talking like this, right? He don't like us speaking like this. He want to get us in a negative stupor. He wants us to be defeated in our talk, in our conversation, defeated in the, our life, the way we live our life. But it's not going to happen. Not if we can help it. You got to start believing things are going to change for the better, not because you deserve it, but simply because God loves you that much. Come on, say it with me. Say, things going to change for me. Because God loved me just that much. I might have done everything right, but I know he loves me just that much to help me out of my foolishness, my bad decisions. Look what Psalms 5 and 12 says. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him as with a shield. See, I'm not making this favor stuff up. This is in your Bible. You ought to read it sometime. So stop focusing on past mistakes and failures. And that's one of our problems right there. We always want to focus on past mistakes and past failures. Well, you know, I, 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 I done tried that three times. Try it again. Well, you know, I, I made a mistake. But don't make them no more. Learn from what you've been through. Am I talking to anybody in here? If you focus on your past failures and your mistakes, you will never advance. You're too busy doing like this. You can't see where you're going because you're doing like this. Boom. Turn around. Put your past behind you and press toward. Failed in that. That's all right. Don't you know that people who are wealthy, rich, they don't fail many times? Failure is not an indication of who you are. You didn't like that. You didn't like that. Failure is not an indication of who you are going to be or who you will become. Because some people are looking at you when you were right here and they got stuck with you being right here. But they didn't walk with you when you got here. See, they so focused on when you were right there, they can't see you being here. But you saw you being there while you were here. That's called faith. And when you got here, you saw yourself being over there before you got here got there so that's why you you shout right here because you see where you're going over there 
I have anybody here going to shout where they are right now? Because they see through faith. But by the time I get over here, ooh, I'd have left all of them behind. See, I couldn't stay back there with y'all because y'all would have held me back there. I had to leave you and cut you off and come over here where other folk right here can help me to dream to be right over here. I would never reach my goal if I get, get defeated while I'm over here because most of y'all get whipped in your mind before you start walking. You will never walk if you're already whipped in your mind. Well, if I, get, if I start walking, I might trip. Yeah, if I start walking, somebody's going to put something in my way. If I start walking, I may not make it. No, you don't know what's in your way, but you're going to start walking by faith. Hallelujah. And, and, if, and if I could make it from there and I made it right here, I don't care what's over there. I'm going to shout right here because if God brought me this far, he'll take me right on over here. Is there anybody here that's ready to go further? Is there anybody here that refused to stay where they are? Hallelujah. So we got to stop focusing on our past mistakes and failures. Don't focus on yesterday's falls and failures rather dwell on the goodness of God and he will fill you with thoughts of hope and faith and victory that will help you to develop a fresh vision that and that that will cause you to start expecting things to change for the better hallelujah you come into a winning church and you always defeated Singing the winning song like you all into it and everything and leaving out here with your head hung down. Come up in a winning church talking to you about faith and victory and telling you about breakthrough and telling you about God's healing and God's miracles and testifying to what God did in your, their life. And you leave out of here saying, I don't know what God going to do for me. The devil is a liar. God has no respect to person. If he did it for her, he'll do it for me. He did it for him, he'll do it for me. God, I'm over here. I'm your child too. Don't you forget about me. Hallelujah. Gotta think deeper than what you've been thinking about yourself. Hallelujah. Too many people sabotage their expectation with negative comments. Ooh, ooh, I like that, I like that, I like that, I like that. You can be expecting something, but your mouth calls you to sabotage everything that you were expecting. You'd have been all right if you just kept your mouth closed. I'm, 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 listen, uh, listen, you start hanging out with me, I'm going to ask you, think about what, what you get ready to say. Because I don't want nothing birthing around me that, that's not going to favor me. And you that are married, you think about what you're going to say before you say it. Because we don't need anything pulling us back. We don't come too far in this marriage. We don't been through too, too much. We don't jumped over so too many hurdles and everything. The devil done hit me and hit you too. But we're still here. So we're going to watch what we say. If we say anything, it's going to promote us, not demote us. Man, it, listen, it's a, it's a tough thing to be married to somebody that's negative all the time. 
better think about it before you marry somebody negative. He looked good, but he negative. He got the bow legs, but he negative. He got the swear in the swag, but he negative. She fine, but she negative. How are we going to advance on negativity? We look greater than we talk, but if we keep on talking, we're going to look worse. Because <laughs> death and life is in the power to be married to somebody that's always speaking death. Not only are they going to kill the relationship, they're going to kill both. This, this, this ship is already sunk before we sail. Right, 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 right. I'm sick of thinking about before we get married now. <laughs> but that's what Proverbs, let, let me go. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the what? And they that love it shall what? Eat the fruit there. If you love death, that's what you're going to eat. If you love life, that's what you're going to eat. And some of you, your marriage is doomed because that's all you talk. You know, you already married and you talking crazy. Well, I, I, I could do, do it by myself. I, I don't need you. you. You stay over there. I'm over here. Well, why y'all got married then? You should have never got married. You're going to think that. It's no longer I, mine. It's we, us. It's not mine. It's ours. This is my car. Uh-uh, we both driving in this. This is my bed. No, uh both of us going to get in this bed. This is my money. Uh-uh, we're going to both spend this here. I know some of y'all ain't hearing me. I know y'all done shut me down now when I start talking about your money. That's all right. That's all right. If you wanted to be mine, you should have stayed single. Then nobody ain't got nothing to say. You ain't got to share nothing. You ain't got to, you ain't got to ask no question. Say, well, you know, honey, I thought about that. Huh? What you think about that? You ain't got to ask no question. Ain't nobody there to say what you think and you just go and do it. We asked uh, Friday night the question, would you rather be single and lonely or married and bored? Single and lonely or married and bored? My answer was neither. But I saw some of y'all out there saying single. And lonely because I ain't going to be married and bored. And who am I talking to this morning? You married but you so boring. And, and, and here's the key. You don't even think you boring. You think you the junk boy. You, you hey. 
And she said, she rolled her eyes to the top of his. He just boring, boring. Well, you might be boring on your job, but don't be boring in your marriage. Put some hot sauce on it, some pepper on it, or something. Spice that marriage up. Hallelujah. Go get you some seasoning from somewhere. Because I like mine hot. Hallelujah. Psalms of Solomon is spiritual. Why did God put it in there? We got some young people in here, but he said certain part of the woman body should satisfy you all the time. Now that's in the Bible now. I'm not making this stuff up. Y'all want Bible, don't you? I'm 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 hold that for the for the marriage time the next time, cause cause when 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 the next marriage thing we have is gonna be uh uh, 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 uh adult rated for huh rated for adults y'all know how they got that game rated for teens they're here gonna be a rated for adults adults are not married adults excuse me cause y'all single folks who are adults you ain't got no business. You, you, listen, you, you don't like the stove yet. <laughs> you, 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 get, you turn the knob all the way off. Don't even let it simmer. Just turn it all the way off. You single folk. Because some single folk got that thing on blast. <laughs> turn that knob on that stuff that they go. Whoosh. And that's why the Bible says avoid a youth for lust. Because uh, youth for lust is on fire. Right? So I need my married folk to take it off a of simmer. What you say first? Lady? Turn that thing on and then turn it up. That's what y'all say, turn up. That's how y'all say it, turn up. Your married folk need to turn up. Just uh, Somebody say it ain't even on. Turn it on. Good God. Boy, you ain't got the thing on. I'm trying to just get you to turn it up, but she said, turn it on. 
I really can't say what I want to say at this point, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, teach this on out because I done got out there. I can't say it. I can't do it. I know y'all saying, go ahead. Uh-uh, I can't do it. Can't do it. So now, listen to this here. Listen, uh, you know, words kill. I think I got that in the note. Words kill. Uh-huh. Words give life. There is a poison or fruit. You choose. You choose. So you wonder why when, when you talk down to your spouse and they start acting up and acting even worse than what they were acting all because you said so. The more I talk, the worse you get. Look how you're talking. You're telling us she's no good. You're getting fat. You're ugly. I can't stand you. I hate you. I wish that I'd never married you. I hear somebody say, ooh, that's fighting word. Well, wait a minute, now you're probably fighting. Uh-huh. You ain't gonna talk to me like this. <laughs> wait now, wait, wait, wait. You see what kind of words you pouring into your spouse? And you're gonna expect something different? See, you reap what you if you're sowing those kind of seeds in somebody that you're supposed to be in love with, what kind of return you think you're going to get? See, what you're speaking to a person, they should become better with what you're speaking into them. You understand what I'm saying? Girl, every time I see you, you're getting beautiful, more beautiful than the last time I saw you. Well, I just walked out the room and came back out. You got more beautiful when you came back out. <laughs> Amen. I told the first lady, she getting finer and finer. Hallelujah. You know, you, know what, you know why I talk like that to my wife? Because, see, I don't see what other people see. See, when it's yours, you don't see what other folks see. You see greater in them than what other folks see. See, because what I want her to become, I must speak that. Even if she's not already that, I still got to speak that. She just got through fussing. You know what, girl? You're getting sweeter and sweeter. She'll tell you. Amen. I, I do the opposite. I said, come on over here. What you want? Come over here and give me some sugar. I ain't ready to give you no sugar right now. Get on over here. We finna get some sugar. Come on. You can do it. Come on. See, so now she's gonna start laughing. See? Just like y'all laughing. Just like y'all laughing. Come on, you can do it. Take baby steps. Come on, honey. Come on. Come on. Come on, give big daddy some sugar. Come on over here now. See, that's how I talk in my house. That's how. So you, you got to keep it fun. You got to always turn negative stuff into positive. That's why we're going to stay married a long And I be trying to help the members over here, but I be saying sometimes, God, 
I feel like Jeremiah. I ain't saying that no more. They don't want a good relationship. I ain't, I ain't studying them. I ain't going to say nothing. But it comes out of my message every time I turn around. So you got to avoid the negative statements at all costs. Why? Because your actions will follow them. Listen to this. It's in your notes. Low expectation trap us in a life of mediocrity. The positive produces victory, abundance, favor, hope. Things that are pure and most excellent. So stop having low expectation. Y'all, some of y'all are trapped because of your low expectation. You will never advance. And, you know, what blesses my life when my wife and I, we be at the commissary or something like that, we see older couple, she get out with a walker. He come around his slow cell with a cane. <laughs> Baby, I was going to come around and get the dope for you, but you're a little fast. And so hold up now. Do you know you got to get the walker out? Okay, honey, okay. So he gets his gets walker out, and, and then, you know, and he gets his cane, and then they hold hands and go on into the store. <laughs> that blesses me. That's an example for us. Cause you, and, and, you know, most of the older people that I see, normally the, the husband, he, he, he wind up getting a purse. He be carrying a purse. Some of y'all say, I ain't never going to carry my wife's purse. Get older. Okay, get older. Get older, we'll see. You might not be married to that time, but, you know. You might not see it. Huh? But that's an example for us. You know, a lot of us, you know, we, 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 we had our game on when we first met them, and we were telling them everything. Hallelujah. You thought you was a little Casanova. Thought you had a little rap. We call it rap. Y'all call it swag or something like that. We call it that a rap. Right? You was trying, and you was you was trying your best to be a gentleman. <laughs> gentleman, gentleman. How many of you in here classify yourself as a gentleman? Come on, I'm talking to brothers now. Not no ladies, just a brother. How many of you? Come on, raise your hand if you think you're a gentleman. Come on, brother. This is no trick question. I believe I'm a gentleman. I really believe I'm a gentleman. Amen. Let's give give God praise for all the gentlemen. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, just in case you didn't know it, I'm all away from my message. But, but, <laughs> I count on Angie and say, yeah, we know. But, but watch this. Watch this now. Thank you for loving me too. Watch this. All of you that raise your hand and say that you're a gentleman, including me, think about what that word is. That means you should be gentle to your wife. You don't call her out her name. You don't, you don't belittle her. You don't talk down to her because you're gentle with her. 
when it comes to war, you fight like a man. But when it comes to your wife, you love her gentle. You're still a man. So if I got if I got to cut up and fight, when it comes to war, I'm ready. I can fight like a man. But when it comes to my wife, my lady, I'm gentle with her as a man. So if I'm gentle with my wife being my delicate china, I cherish and nourish her like she's expensive. But now, if you mess with her, I switch from being gentle to being just man. Now I'm going to show out because you're messing with my delicate child. You see them 6'5", 350 pound guys got them little bitty short women. It look like when she say something, he like, yes ma'am. You know he can just crush her with his hand. But watch this. He's a gentle giant because he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. All you say you're a gentleman, go back home and be gentle to your wife. That's a place to clap. Can I finish this, Lord? <laughs> so Philippians 4, let me just end it up. Verse 6 says, summon it all up, friends. This is a different version. I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best. Not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Y'all remember Elisha, right? He wasn't rebuked whatsoever for warning a double portion. Y'all remember the story, some of y'all? In fact, Elijah said, if you see me when I go up, it shall be done unto you. Ladies, let me talk to you for a minute. When you see your man go up, it shall be done unto you. So what is my advice for you ladies? You need to push your man up. You need to push your man forward. Because as he go up and as he go forward, then you go up and you go forward. It, when you pull him down, you go down even further because you're under him. But you got to push him up and push him forward. And as he go up and go forward, guess what? You right there by his side. Ooh, glory. I like that kind of carrying up. And I'm going to tell you all right now, your first lady, she pushes me up. And she pushed me forward. That's why I can keep going like I'm going and doing what I'm doing because this woman of God. Is doing what God has created her to do. 
And if you can visualize it, oh, I love it, I'm coming in. If God allows you to see it, then it can happen. I need some of the people in the winning church to start visualizing some things so that God will allow you to see it so that it can happen. You need to think deeper about your life and God give me a vision for my life. Give me a vision for my home, my family. Give me a vision for my spiritual walk. Give me a vision for my health so that I can realize it so it can materialize because in the Bible seven times the scripture God asks, what do you see? You got to see yourself soaring. What is the desires of your heart? Psalms 37 and 4 says, what is the desire of your heart. God will give you the desires of your heart. You got to keep company with God and get in on the best. And that's who I want to keep company with. I want to hang out with God. Anybody here done decide that they're going to hang out with God? I want to hang out with God. What do you see? What do you see when you look into your future? That's my question for you. Do you need to change some things that, to get in line with God? Do you see victory? I see victory in my life. And if you do, you can rise above the rest, rise above a new level to a new level, but keep your head down instead of looking at the possibilities. You'll end up like a chicken always pecking at the dirt. You will run the risk of running into the wrong direction and miss out on what God wants you to do. You cannot remain a chicken being on the on the ground and always looking down and always walking around and puck, 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 puck. no you got to look up and realize you are an eagle and you got to see miles away where you can be you're in the storm right now but if I take off, take off from this mountain I could just stretch my pinions out and my wings out and I can see myself soaring above this crowd got this cloud can you say amen and so it is a spiritual and a psychological fact that we move toward what we see in our minds and so I'm telling you right now that you got to get it in your mind that you are going to move forward and so find a place to dream people are not dreaming anymore so you got to find a place to dream say that with me I must Find a place to dream. So be quiet. Uh, uh, to be quiet. A place to quit worrying and avoid feeling sorry for yourself. Uh, and find that place where you can dream big dreams. Uh, and that, that, the, the kind that just have to have God involved. Matter of fact, you got to stay in church where you can be challenged and encouraged to become the best that you can possibly be. Can you say amen? And where people uh, will encourage and build you up rather than tell you down so here at TWC here at the winning church is a place where we have people who will inspire you to reach for new heights can you say amen uh -huh. Proverbs tell us what 13 and 10 says arrogant uh, know-it-all stirs up the discord but wise men and women listen to each other's counsel so I don't need uh, arrogant people hanging around me that know everything can you say amen and so here it is you, uh, so the proverb says uh, 13 and 20 become wise by walking with the wise uh, and hang out with uh, fools and watch your life uh, 
called the pieces. I can't afford to hang out with fools. I don't want my life falling to pieces. But I got to hang out with wise people. Can you say amen? And so, friends, we have to envision good things happening to you before you ever will. And so let me encourage you to raise your expectation. Would you look at somebody in terms of raise your expectation? Look over the other side and say, raise your expectation. Uh-huh. Expect favor of God. Expect his blessings. Expect to increase. Expect promotion. Expect for you to move up. Expect the new job. Expect it's going to get better. Is there anybody here that's got some expectation? Well, I want to tell you that I got some expectations. Moving into the new year. Can you say amen? Is there anybody here? Anybody here that has been sitting with God? And saying, Lord, help me raise my expectation. Now, can you say amen? So get up each day with enthusiasm. Knowing that God has great things in store for you. Can you say amen? Every day you got to say, this could be the day. I see my miracle and thank you Lord for leading me to my miracle what if it doesn't work who's kidding who what is there to lose to keep on your hoping and looking up well I know one thing it won't change if you don't try can you say amen find you a neighbor and say neighbor it won't change if you won't try you gotta find yourself trying again if you fail one time get back up again get on up god is waiting for you to try again keep your mindset in the right direction do your part by thinking uh, that it's going to get better. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, and even if uh, the circumstance isn't going your way, uh, keep your mindset uh, in the right direction. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, if the ship uh, is falling apart, uh, God will show you uh, that there's a place uh, aboard a splinter. Uh, that you can pull yourself to and you will go to shore can you say amen if you hadn't gotten the car yet keep on thinking that it's gonna be mine can you say amen i know you're in the storm and let the storm keep on storming can you say amen contemplating goodness the goodness of god life by faith with expectancy and before you know it god will he will he will he will turn it around and take you beyond your dreams can you say amen Y'all have a good day now. I'm glad y'all stayed long enough to, tell, to help me tell you to have dreams deeper, to dream a little bit deeper. Can you say amen? 
I don't know what happened in 2021 in your household and you're still in 2021 but I'm I come to tell you raise your level of expectation and allow your thinking to go a little deeper can you say amen it won't be this way always it's gonna turn around after a while y'all have a good afternoon y'all have a good time go ahead and watch your football game get you some popcorn and laugh a while can you say amen but for me and my house you gotta say we gonna serve the lord would you point at somebody and say for me and my house we gonna serve the lord god has been too good for us to turn around now can you say amen how many y'all glad I hear the old folks say I'm glad to be in the service one more time how many are glad that you got yourself dressed and got in your car and came to the house of God so you, you can think better so you can think deeper can you say amen I will never let these negative folk cause me to think different than what God told me to think can you say amen can't you see yourself coming out in the new year oh, just look at somebody and give them air five and say we coming out of this thing yes 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 see this is our year this year coming is our year are y'all feeling me I know we say every year oh this is my year but this is our year for us to come up and come out of how we've been thinking my thinking is going to be so deep now until I'm allowed the roots of my thinking to go so deep until what's down under is going to reflect what's coming up we, I mean, I can see what's down under. But what's down under is the indication by what I see on top. Are you following me? I'm getting better because I went deeper. My leaves are greener. My fruit are better and riper because of what I, I caused my roots to go deeper in the soil. It's now for time for you to get deeper and rooted in God's word. Like never before. This year, I will be blessed on purpose. First lady, it's going to be on purpose and with purpose. You know how when you're coming up, you say, I did it on purpose. You know, you're a child, say, I did it on purpose. Why do you do that? I did it on purpose. You're going to do this on purpose. I am going to go deeper on purpose so that I can grow on purpose. Why did you do it? I did it on purpose because I want to see the hand of God in my life. I ain't going to go no far. I, I wanted to go a different direction, but don't worry about it. Everybody's standing. I'm going to leave that alone.
miss a place where God wants me to be when I need to be there. I don't want to miss the right hand of God because I was looking left. I don't want to miss the right hand of God because I was looking wrong. If I don't look wrong, I'll meet the right hand. I want the winning church to be just like its name. Winning church. Not just personally for the things that we desire on this earth. But I want you to be deemed as a winning church because you want to win souls for Jesus Christ. Here it is, here it is. The more we win, the more we win. They didn't get it. First lady, the more we win, the more we win. The more we win souls, God counted to our life and say because you are operating on my behalf when you're doing what I have ordained for you to do place you on this earth to do is to win others because you will want everything that you need will be provided for so when you win you win Thank you, sir. A double win. That's a double win. This year to come, and I know the last three years we've been challenged, and the enemy tried to steal something from us, and to really tell it like it is, he has stolen something from the church in general. But we know he's roguish. We know he ain't nothing but a liar and a cheat and a stealer anyway. But God is going to help us redeem everything that the enemy thought that he took from us. You know what I saw? Because we are going to have that winning mindset. Because we're not trying to go to heaven by ourselves. Because I once told y'all there was something greater than going to heaven. So I'm like, what? When y'all first heard it, what? I, what Bishop talking about now? What's greater than going to heaven is taking someone along with you. Oh, you're going, but to take somebody with you, that's greater than going. But you know what I saw in a vision? Because we win. And we're winners, and our thought is winning souls for Christ. I saw every seat in this building fill again. I saw every seat in this building fill again. After a while, we're not going to have to wear these masses. We're going to be free to just praise and raise the praise and 
without fear of somebody coughing on you and breathing on you and looking at you and you know. We're just gonna be free to worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And when that day comes, man, I just want the Holy Spirit to just rest in this place. I just want him to permeate this whole house. Cause how many of y'all, I know, I know we think Warner Robins is a good place to live and everything, but how many of you know there are people in Warner Robins in the middle Georgia area that need God? Come on, how many of y'all know somebody that really needs saving? How many of y'all know that's in your neighborhood or in your family that need God in their life? So I'm, I'm commissioning you. I'm ordaining you to win the loss at any cost. If you got to take them out to dinner to win them, go ahead and take them on out to dinner. If you got to buy them a Christmas present, Go on and buy him a Christmas present because I want him to be saved. Whatever you got to do at any cost, win the loss. If you got to ask for forgiveness, you know you ain't done nothing, but you go and ask them for forgiveness. You humble yourself. And say, I don't want our relationship to be strained like this. I want to see us worshiping the Lord together. You be the bigger person and you heat coals of fire on their head. Until you know what they're going to do? Because of your spirit and because of your assignment, because of what God told you to do, they're going to do either one or two things. They're either going to be drawn closer to you or they're going to try to run as far away as they can. Because you can't do nothing with love. Why are you loving me? You know I don't like you. Come on over here. I'm going to love you anyway. You're either going to draw them in. Oh, thank you for loving me. I know I was treating you bad. Or they're going to say, oh, here they come again. I don't want them. I don't want to see them. They ain't going to do nothing but show me love. I don't want that. It's either going to draw them in or it's going to run them far away. And do you know that's what the love of God does for some people? Either God's love draw you in or you try to run as far away as you can. Now, unlike our love, when you try to run away from God, boom, you run right into him. Because there's no way you can run from God and not run into him. But the scripture says, if you make your bed in hell, God there. You grow wings and fly on high you can go. He, he there. He's everywhere. So thank, thank y'all for listening to this old preacher. I'm getting a little older. Hallelujah. Still got some old miles, I think I do. Hallelujah. But, but, but we but we in this thing together. Do y'all feel that way? Do y'all feel that we in this together? We are in this together. All for one and one for all. We're all in this together. And I want to see you succeed. If you succeed, I succeed. If I succeed, you succeed. We are one. Would you bow your heads with me?